Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A Court of Appeals has now upheld the laws of two states banning medical mutilation. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, this seems like common sense, but thankfully, two states, Tennessee and Kentucky, overwhelmingly voted to enact, and it's called the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, or SAFE, earlier this year. And now the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of both of those, which protects children from this barbaric mutilation that they're trying to do. Yeah, the two laws are very similar with only minor differences. They ban puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and medical mutilation for minors, and those laws were challenged. They both went to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals at the same time. On July the 8th, the Court of Appeals ruled 2 to 1 in the Tennessee case, and then 2 to 1 again on July 31 in the Kentucky case. There was a preliminary injunction by lower courts that blocked the enforcement of those laws. That preliminary injunction was removed by the high court, so now these laws are in effect in both Tennessee and Kentucky. The cases will now proceed to trial since the case is not over, but they are now in effect, and the court removed those injunctions, which is a good sign. It's the first case at the Court of Appeals regarding these kinds of laws that ban puberty blockers, cross-sex hormone treatments, and mutilating surgery. You know what I think is horrific, though, is the ACLU challenged both of these safe laws on behalf of at least 10 families alleging the laws violate the Constitution's due process and equal protection guarantees. And just think about that. You've got families that are challenging the law that protect children. So what parent would be pushing for their child to be medically mutilated instead of getting help and counseling to deal with gender confusion. You know, it's unbelievable the mutilation that takes place in these situations. The very first introduction that we at Liberty Council had to this kind of issue was in the early 2000s with regards to the Canteris versus Canteris case. It was involving a so-called transsexual uh, marriage issue in Florida, and it was before the 2015 Supreme Court Obergefell case on marriage came down. Uh, we litigated that. Uh, we got it reversed three to zero at the Court of Appeals, but we immersed ourselves into this issue, and it is a very dark issue oh, to immerse yourself yeah. into with regards to not only the puberty blockers. Back then, it wasn't even puberty blockers. It was just cross-sex hormones, and now they've moved it to young children, blocking their production of testosterone or estrogen at an early age and then giving them the opposite sex hormones and then the surgery. The surgeries are just horrible. Mm. One person, a boy, recently died from one of the complications of this surgery in which they tried to construct an artificial female organ for a boy mm. using part of that boy's colon, and uh, he died as a complication of this. This is just unbelievable that these kinds of surgeries 
would be done by doctors. It's really the Joseph Mengele kind of experimentation on these kids. In fact, there was a hearing recently before the United States House Committee. It was put together by Representative Mike Johnson from Louisiana, and there were people that were testifying. One person who calls himself a queer doctor, that's his term, Mm -hmm. says that they don't know what they're doing, they don't have any data, and yet is an advocate of this kind of experimentation on kids. Well, Kentucky and Tennessee, along with other states, they're saying enough is enough. This is abuse of children, and we're not going to allow it. In fact, there is a federal law, Holly, that bans what's called female genital mutilation, or which is the equivalent of what's kind of referred to generically in other parts of the world as female circumcision. You can go to prison for five years, no matter what your motivation is, if you engage in female genital mutilation. And over 40 states have their own specific laws regarding that same issue. And yet at the same time, these kinds of things are being done which totally remove uh, female or male genitalia, breast or whatever it may be, and try to then artificially reconstruct bodies that were never designed to be reconstructed in the way that they're doing. It's worse than female genital mutilation. Frankly, it is child abuse. Well, Mm -hmm. Chief Judge Jeffrey Sutton wrote the majority opinion in the Tennessee case, an opinion that carried over to the Kentucky case, acknowledging that parents have the right to make decisions about their children. However, he noted that there was no consensus in the medical field regarding treatments for gender dysphoria and that the U.S. Constitution does not take over the field in the absence of any consensus. He also said that the challenges by these challengers, uh, they have not shown that a right to new medical treatments is deeply rooted in our history and traditions and thus beyond the democratic process to regulate. He further stated that since the Food and Drug Administration has not approved hormone drugs for these purposes, it was difficult to constitutionalize their use as a guarantee, and it was well within a state's power to ban off-label uses of certain drugs. You know, amen to him. And I just think again about parents. You know, they're entrusted to, by God to raise their children in truth and the admonition of the Lord and wisdom, but yet they're being swayed uh, by this propaganda, by this industry. I mean, this this industry that's making so much money off of mutilating their children and embracing this uh, this delusion that you can change your gender. I mean, what I, I just I'm, I'm I have no words. What parent would would submit their child to that? It's unbelievable the parent that would do that. But, you know, for example, let's look at Chloe Cole, and she was in California as a 13-year-old girl. She had various kinds of medical, uh, I should say, psychological, emotional issues that she was dealing with. Well, autism. Yeah, yeah. she was on the autism spectrum. She was going through different yeah. uh, challenges as a young person at age 13, She and her mom went to different counselors and or so-called experts, and they said to the mom, if you don't do anything by giving puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and eventually surgery, you're going to have a dead child. It's better to have a living boy than a dead girl. So relying upon those so-called experts, they began the puberty blockers, the cross-sex hormones, and then at age 15, at age 15, Chloe had 
a double mastectomy, both breast amputated at age 15. That's horrible. Then, after reaching the age of majority, she realized, you know, the problems have not resolved. In fact, now she says that these so-called experts, they made her a monster. Uh, she still has uh, lots of physical problems. Uh, she doesn't know if she'll ever be able to have children. She doesn't know if she's now infertile. And certainly she's not going to be able to breastfeed her children. Uh, she said that these people never did help her. In fact, they made things worse. Right, and the surgeons now just don't associate with her because she's having issues after all this, you know, with her chest and whatnot. And they're just saying, oh, just put a Band-Aid on it. You'll be all right. I mean, they got their money and they ran away and left her in the cold. Yeah, they did. And so, you know, you have somebody like that. Um, why did the mother follow that advice? The mother followed the advice because she didn't know any better. She wanted to help her daughter. She had no other information other than what these so-called experts were giving her. And they rushed her past the proper diagnoses, past the proper therapy, right into puberty blockers, thinking that that's going to make her well, that you were just born in the wrong body, and that's your problem. Right. Well, that's not her problem. And in fact, a lot of these people, they're being misdiagnosed, and they're being rushed into these puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and then going through irreversible surgery that literally mutilates their body. You know, the U.S. State Department I mentioned earlier, they have a document online about female genital mutilation or cutting, and uh, they say it's against the law to do that and that it's uh, punishable up to five years in prison. But yet you can mutilate a child who they push to try and become a different gender yeah it's unbelievable that you can actually mutilate them worse yeah instead of by mutilating part of their genitalia you can take away all of their genitalia you can give them all these hor horrible drugs that they're going to have to stay on for the rest of their life and that's okay i mean that's why so many states are saying enough is enough this is absurd we need to have more states pass laws that protect children from this absolute horrible mutilating abuse for more information you can go to liberty council's website lc.org forward slash help kids that's lc.org forward slash help kids you've been listening to faith and freedom brought to you by liberty council we hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith family and freedom get informed and get involved today visit liberty council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.